0: On today's Intelligent Money Minute, I'll interview Rick Ferry, a fellow CFA charter holder, Marine veteran, and author on the dangers of backtesting performance and managers.
1: Welcome to Intelligent Money Minute, a mercifully short podcast that may save you time and money. Your host, Hans Blake, is a CFA charter holder and CPA who has spent his entire career helping people minimize financial stress to maximize their lives. After managing $350 million and working with high-net-worth individuals around the world, he founded Intelligent Investing. Time is money, so invest in every minute. Here is your host, Hans Blake.
0: Welcome back, Rick Ferry, to another episode of Intelligent Money Minute. Let's turn to a question I have. Survivorship bias is a, a bias that you and I studied as we studied the CFA curriculum. And I guess to remind remind our listeners survivorship bias is when you take a look at a database and let's just say you're trying to find the best let's call it a small cap growth manager over the last 10 years when you look at that data set, this data set may say that there's let's call it a 90 90 small cap growth managers but we know that over the last 10 years there's some small cap growth managers that actually just fell off they didn't do well they ended up closing their fund they ended up merging with another and those that survive, or a smaller pool, and of course, then they look better because they're the ones that survive. And that's survivorship bias. Can you talk, maybe I just described it too much, but would you mind kind of explaining what survivorship bias is and how it can distort the active passive debate?
2: Sure. So you said that when I went through the CFA curriculum, we studied this. Well, the answer, that that's not true because I went through in the 1990s. Okay. <laughs> and. The survivorship bias, which is not in, basically means you're not including all the funds that closed or merged to get the true number of what the performance of that particular category was. The first survivorship bias free mutual fund database didn't come out until uh, the late 1990s, and then that's when people started to have a conversation about survivorship bias. It came out through CRISP. There was a uh, That that was funded, that database was funded by Gene Fama, who ended up winning the Nobel Prize uh, in economics a few years ago. So the, the database, though, went back and it looked and it considered the performance of mutual funds that had existed, but then closed and compared the performance of a category of funds, let's say large cap growth, looked at the performance of large cap growth funds that survived and saw what that number was, and then went back and said, well, what if we include all the funds that closed? up until the point that they closed, what would that number look like? And it was actually about 2% lower on average. So what we were seeing, what we learned from that is that we're getting bias information or we're getting bias information from mutual fund databases up until that point where you would say, well, you know, 60% of the active managers outperformed. Well, that's because 50% of them closed in the last 10 years. And if you added those 50% back in, who usually did poorly, Before they closed, you find out that the average active manager, maybe there was a 30% chance they outperformed, and then not by much. And uh, you look at the ones that closed or underperformed, and it was 70%, and they underperformed by quite a bit. Uh, Not only is there a high probability that a fund will not outperform its benchmark, but When it outperforms, it doesn't outperform by much. And when it underperforms, it underperforms by quite a bit. So it's really difficult to not only pick a fund that's going to outperform, but pick the one that's going to outperform by enough to accept all that risk that you're taking trying to pick a fund that's going to outperform.
0: So the bottom line is it's hard to beat the market. Very hard to beat the market. At Intelligent Investing, we focus on risk management and use both passive and active management in our investment philosophy. And you can learn more about our investment management philosophy by going to investedwithyou.com forward slash philosophy. We'd love to have a cup of coffee or phone call with you to discuss our investment philosophy and explain our focus on risk management with you. Again, that's investedwithyou.com forward slash philosophy.